my four-year-old when he is seen people are like what is that 12 year old and why is he so like emotionally stunted yeah like, i mean no 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 <laughs> it's four-year-old he's emotionally quite appropriate i'm gonna still be id'd uh, when he's not being id'd anymore <laughs> pretty much and he'll be seven when he's not being id'd <laughs> Howdy, it's Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020, and this is episode 133 of Do For Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Eating inside at the casino, drinking inside at the casino, smoking your cigarettes inside at the casino. All of those things are good. They are all good. I, I don't smoke cigarettes at the casino. Yeah, have you, I was going to say, have you ever smoked a cigarette? I know, at least in college, you had prided yourself on never in your life doing it. Is that still the case? Smoking a cigarette? No, I yeah. smoked cigarettes. Oh, really? There was a little while, I don't anymore, but there was a little while where it was pretty much exclusively a casino thing. Hmm. But, no, huh. not anymore. I, I thought, I swore that that was a thing that you would talk about. All right. I've never mistaken. smoked any of the drugs. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fine. But... <laughs> This is narc chat. Yes, narc. <laughs> yes, tell us, listeners, how much drugs you have smoked because we are not narcs. <laughs> we totally look like narcs too. Sometimes I'm yeah, like no, walking by the high school kids. Let me tell you, like, Hoboken. if anyone had had seen you, like, you know, out in the wild, they'd be like, "That dude is totally, you know, Nelson Van Alden." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fine. Your menacing demeanor. And... You know. <laughs> yeah, Nelson Van Alden is significantly more intimidating than I am, I think. That, that is true. That is true. <sighs> he wasn't even in the last episode, except for that. Anyway, 1933, what happened? Speaking of Nelson Van Alden. Yes? Prohibition was repealed, putting Nelson Van Alden out of a job. Legitimately, yes. Nelson Van Alden, not a real person. But <laughs> Prohibition repealed on December 5th, 1933. So... I went and looked for some information about it, and the place that I found the information was Boardwalk Empire by Nelson Johnson, the book, which is actually an Atlantic City history book and not a fictionalized account of Nucky Thompson. It yes. does focus on Nucky Johnson a lot, the inspiration for Nucky Thompson. But what the book talked about is how, you know, the Depression had happened and Atlantic City was already really struggling like most of the hotels were are, were in the red. I don't know if that means in debt or operating at a loss. But. Operating at a loss, I think. In the black is a profit. In the red, at a loss. Anyway, yeah, so yes. so all of a sudden, you know, you could get booze anywhere. So the the repeal of prohibition was supposed to be helping the economy across the country, except one place it did not help was in Atlantic City. So it took away uh, their advantage in attracting conventions because all these conventions were like, let's go where there are there is booze and. That was no longer only Atlantic City, and it gave people from Philadelphia one less reason to go. The quote from the book, With the repeal of Prohibition, the resort lost its special position as a wet town. From then on, it was a slow and steady ride downhill. That is depressing. So, And pretty much downhill all the way until World War II when it was Camp Boardwalk or whatever, when thousands of soldiers were stationed there, and that helped the economy briefly. But uh, yeah, it's the the cyclical nature of the AC economy and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like how once all the states opened casinos, it was a slow and steady ride downhill. Yeah. Yeah. There's been, it's been uh, some nice uphills and then, yeah, a lot of downhills. <laughs> Until pretty much like last year is when it first started going back up. 
So and then the COVID happened. That's that's true. Uh, so speaking of the COVID, what's what's been going on in Atlantic City? So the latest news, as I alluded to earlier, is that indoor dining, drink service, and smoking on the casino floor will all resume on Friday. This Friday, right? September fourth. Yes, that is correct. That's nice. I know a lot of people are very excited about that, posting both in our Facebook group and the Everything AC Casinos Facebook group, saying that that's something that was a deal breaker for them. Do you agree with that? Do you think that it's a big, going to be a big driver of people going back to AC, knowing that they can now drink and smoke on the casino floor? Uh, I doubt it, but uh, it certainly can't hurt. I mean, going to AC and not being able to eat at a restaurant or, you know, drink on the floor or smoke on the floor, if that's what you like to do, it, it does seem like it would make it much worse, but... I, I doubt that there was a ton of people who were like, I was going to go to Atlantic City, but because I can't do this, I won't. Yeah, I'm interested to see if that is like a loud minority of the people who are saying, I went and it sucked because there's no uh, drinking in the casino, or I'm not going to go because I can't drink in the casino or, or eat at the restaurants I want to eat at. Um, or if it's really that people grouse about it and they still went because they're gamblers in Atlantic City is their gambling destination, and so they went anyway. Um, I mean, obviously we saw that the revenue was down, but I don't know if this is the big change that's going to drive an increase in that revenue. To me, it feels like it would be more of a casino experience, but that's not the thing that's keeping me from going. So any thoughts? Yes. Is that what's keeping you from going? Are you booking <laughs> your trip now? Yes, legit. I'm like, got to get there for Labor Day weekend now that I know I can do it. No, it's uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I bet it, it will matter to some people. I think it it's going to help on the margins, but... I don't think it's going to be a deal breaker, as you said. It seems like we're kind of in agreement, which may not be this that exciting, but I feel like we need another bet. Obviously, we're going on incomplete data because August has not come out yet, but July revenue down 47% from 2019. If September revenue was down 48, 47%, it would mean $118 million brick and mortar. Do you want me to try to pick an over-under that I think would actually be reasonable and let you bet on it? I actually try to do it right for once. I would I would love that because it means I don't have to do it. So. Okay. Down 40% would be $135 million. Down 35% would be $145 million. I'm going to split the difference on that and say $140 million over or under $140. Thing is, Borg was closed for all of July. Yes. It's a big one. My heart is telling me under, but my head is saying that that just can't be right and it has <laughs> to be over. My brain is stupid, though, so... There is that. Uh, I'll say. I'll say over. I'll oh, say over. okay. Yeah, I'll take the under. So it's it's but, tough. Uh, with my the... heart is like my heart is like, dude, man. If I could set a line, I would have set like one thirty or something. So yeah, but my brain is just like, no, nah, it's gotta. Borg was closed for all of July. Yeah, I mean, we'd we'd have much more to go on if we had the August data when yes. Borg, Borg was open for most of the month. But I, I think it will probably be fairly obvious who who's going to win after the August data comes out. But we'll see. We'll see. Oof. Four weekend a month, Greg, by the way. That's going to help you. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was in 2019. But uh, let me see. That's just a normal month, right? I mean, if... uh, also a four weekend month. Uh, like four and a half. There's five Sundays, but only four Saturdays. So 140. Let me write that down so I don't forget. 140 yeah. million. And you have the under, which I th think sounds right, but my brain just wouldn't let me. <laughs> I'm happy that I could finally accurately set a line. Random thought about Ocean, because we talked about Ocean's massive, not massive, but much actually being up in July when everybody else was down. Borgata was closed for <laughs> much of that, and it seems like Ocean would be the natural uh, competitor to Borgata. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe we're just idiots for not having thought of that <laughs> as to why. Uh, but we'll actually circle around to that a little bit more. The other booze-related thing, Governor Murphy signed the AC open container law. So that change is permanent. I think the districts of where it's going to be available to have open containers is not going to be exactly the same, although it's kind of unclear based on where they're at now. It seems like it kind of leaves it up to the CRDA. Uh, But I'll link to an article in the press of Atlantic City that talks about that. But that's a done deal. So no, no more waiting on that. And that will be permanent. You'll be able to drink on the boardwalk and it should not be a problem. Have you ever, you know, in the last five years that we've been doing this and much longer time than that, that we've been talking about this, just ever stopped and thought, like, why is the CRDA a thing? And like, why do they have any power? Because it flashes across my mind sometimes. But (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think we've talked about it. I know back when Route 40 wrote that uh, article, I know we both about the the, the minutes of the CRDA or whatever. Yeah. And going through like all the people they'd have to buy out if they're going to change the districting for something something is just kind of opening our eyes to what really goes on with the CRDA. But I don't, yeah, I don't know that we've really gotten into like, why does this thing even exist? But... It just seems like the most New Jersey thing I could ever imagine, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it seems like sort of a way to give casinos a lot of power over <laughs> over what Casi- goes on in the city. Casinos and the state, and to take power away from the locals, but that's fine, whatever, whatever. Any other thoughts? On Welcome open... to New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, it's very New Jersey. Any other thoughts on open container laws? That's good. It's good. I mean, I think we've ta- talked about it at length, so I don't think we need to rehash it. For like 133 episodes. We've talked. <laughs> Pretty much. Happy that it's happening. We'll absolutely have a beer on the boardwalk next time I go. That sounds awesome. I have And been... it's going to be in the winter, and it's going to be cold, <laughs> but I will still have a beer on the boardwalk. Yeah, I love how this gets announced like right before Labor Day. So it's going to be great <laughs> for Labor Day. And then... Yeah, it'll be awesome for the next month, and then it'll be cold. Hey, I would buy, like, you know, some sort of hot whiskey drink, walk around in the border. That sounds delicious. Let me tell you, when I was a younger man, just nothing I like better on, like, you know, the first nippy fall day. Just have a hot toddy. That sounds pretty good. It's, it's, It's not the worst. I think we should make that happen. Mm. All right, I have no idea what the order is going on with this agenda, but Sky Garden Grill (laughs) is now open at Ocean, 4 to 11 p.m. daily. Reservations suggested. So what Sky Garden Grill is, is a setup of outdoor tables on the lobby level at Ocean. So on their like patio at Ocean and they've set up basically big grills or smokers or whatever and created a menu based around that. And so who knows what this means with indoor dining back, but cool idea. I actually hope they keep it as like a seasonal thing because I think that's something that Ocean should be utilizing. Yeah, I don't don't have too too much else to say. It seems like it makes sense. Yeah, there was nowhere to stick that, so it's just right there yeah, in the middle of everything. That's fine. Sometimes you just gotta let it fly. Throw some news in there. There's legal drama to talk about. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so we talked uh, briefly about uh, last month when we were talking about the sale of Bally's to Twin Rivers, that one of the things that everyone thought was going to be part of that is that the Casino Control Commission was going to force Caesars to lift all of the deed restrictions they have in Atlantic City until there was some... Um, last second complaining about it by Hard Rock and Ocean, and then there was some very secretive and sketchy-sounding backroom meetings happened. They, and, did, yeah, uh, they did not actually get like to speak as part of the meeting, but everything was like delayed, and then all of a sudden that thing was <laughs> off the table. <laughs> that is very New Jersey as well. 
So the current owners of the Atlantic Club and the Claridge are quite upset and are suing to uh, try to get them to lift the deed restriction. But I think the, the most important thing of this article is, you know, who's not suing? The show that's right. Friend of the podcast, Bart Blatstein, is not suing for reasons that aren't entirely clear to anyone, at least that wrote this article. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Showboat wants to keep their keep friends in the, in the area. Who knows? So now they're talking water park at Showboat. Does that mean no on the casino that was supposed to be next to Showboat? Are they going to have a water park and a casino? Does it not matter because neither of those things are going to happen? Like, those are the questions that we need answers to. Should we ever believe that Showboat's going to do anything? Probably not. The answer is no. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of declining to comment. Atlantic Club's attorneys declined to comment. Claridge's de- attorneys declined to comment. Bart Blatstein declined to comment. Insofar as, like, Bart Blatstein has been complaining about how he wants to open a casino for years, like, yeah. this is his <laughs> opportunity to do that. And he's not even joining the lawsuit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he figures he has his plan um, anyway, which is to use the volleyball courts. But I'll link to the David Danza's Press of AC article that... Uh, that talks about that, but kind of interesting that that is not quite dead yet. The other legal thing that came out from Wayne Perry of the Associated Press is that Borgata is suing Ocean over poaching executives who have information about top players. A bunch of people in both Facebook groups, our Facebook group and Everything AC, were saying, this is old news, but maybe since we don't actually go to Atlantic City and talk to hosts. Yes, we, stuff, we don't we have don't hosts. Have so, the inside yeah. track on this, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems Borgata's pretty pissed about Ocean taking a bunch of their people. I mean, it sounds like some of the things that some of these guys did when they moved over were a little sketchy, like, you know, taking some property with them physically from Borgata, and that's probably a no-no, just given what I know about the tech industry, which is where I have at least, you know, some idea of how, how this works. But in terms of just, you know, people who have people's numbers and their personal cell phones and stuff, like, I think that's just how this stuff goes. So I, I don't know if there's much of a uh, a suit, you know, possible there. Any time that, you know, there's someone who has clients that they've gained over years, whether it be they work at a brokerage firm or a you know, a law firm or whatever, like you, there's, you know, there's always some risk that they're going to take those guys with them when they leave. So I I don't know what the big deal is beyond, you know, the actual bad stuff that, you know, some of these guys took with them. So it's basically the argument is, you know, they're trying to draw the big players from Borgata to Ocean. And and the way that Ocean is doing that is hiring people who know the big players and have relationships with them. Which that's, that's right. That's, that's how it happens. I mean, I mean, the one thing that Borgata does say is that these People, or at least some of them, have non-competes for a year after they leave Borgata, and they are not waiting a year until they're going to Ocean, yeah. so. I, I just don't know enough about the industry. Like, that seems like you'd have a suit against the individual people then, right? Yeah, I don't know, unless they're going to argue with some pattern or something, but. I don't know. Seems like something that money will get thrown at and, <laughs> and decided. I mean, unless Ocean is physically like, hey, you need to come over here and break your non-compete and, like, by the way, steal this Borgata property with you yeah. when you come, then, like, they're probably in trouble, but. Uh, but interesting, though, that that also goes back to Ocean's big month while Borgata's closed uh, in July. Like, yeah. Maybe related. <laughs> there, there seems I like... mean, we've been talking about how they've been going gangbusters for a while, and I'm sure that these hosts were probably a fairly cheap way to help juice their numbers. I mean, it, it sounds fairly sensible from my perspective if that was, you know, played a helping hand in this the last few months, which because I believe you when you say that people are like, yeah, that's been happening for a while. I mean, it makes sense. Other outside of the, you know, potential illegalities or contract mm-hmm. breaking or whatever. Seems like smart business. Just hire yeah. everybody from Borgata and be like, who do you know that plays at Borgata? 
Yes. Uh, all right. So we'll I'll, see where also that goes. hire you know all the top podcasters to talk about your your property. Oh yes, everyone should be doing that. I can't believe that we're not yes. on the payroll of it of every single casino in Atlantic City. I know. I just can't believe we can't get a better deal than with crappy Chickies and Pete's. Chickies and Pete's when you want some pretty mediocre food. We have a great deal with Chickies and Pete's, yes. which is we mention them. They have a good beer list. They give us nothing. Yes. They don't know that we mention them. Hey, we get we free free crap fry sometimes. Hope that they don't send us a cease and desist. From the kiosks at Tropicana, not necessarily from our dealings with them. Yes, right. <laughs> from the same kiosk that everyone gets. Yeah, that's right. Everyone actually can get free crap fries at Chickies and Pete's. That is true. I think literally, I don't know if you even need a card. Uh, you probably do. There's probably like coupon books on the way into the Tropicana that just have it. So... The other piece of news that we want to talk about is that there was actually an article that came out about what Twin River Holdings is planning to do with Bally. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. This was exciting. Before, this was the first piece of news that came out. Before all the other news that's, you know, some good news and some interesting stuff like the Borgata lawsuit against Ocean. But reading this article about plans for a property and what some place is going to do and invest in a property on the boardwalk was like, ah... It's like going home. It's like what the podcast was meant to be about. But now this is an article so old, I can't even remember what what was being covered. Um, <laughs> but would really, you like me to? Would you like me to talk about it? I just read it today. Go for it. All right. Basically, it was just talking about how Twin Rivers is going to come in and how they're planning on spending a bunch of money on changing all the rooms around. They mentioned adding more suites, uh, bringing in new restaurants, trying to just basically spruce up the place, adding meeting and convention space enhancing the spa and pool area bringing a, a sports book on day one which they said they would try to have right off the boardwalk somewhere which i don't know where exactly that would be but yeah without the wild wild west space i don't really see how they do that but yeah pickles <laughs> just put it right there oh that'd be great yeah or uh you know get rid of creepy johnny rockets <laughs> now johnny rockets i think does pretty well so the they're sequel. not gonna do that but yeah Sounds like they're hopefully going to come in and spend some money on Bally's. And, you know, they talked a lot about how they're going to try to bring down a bunch of people from their current properties, which they mentioned are in southern New England. And I think they mentioned two in Rhode Island in specific. So sounds good. I mean, bringing in another company to Atlantic City can only be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because there are things about Bally's that I like. And I know I kind of crap on Bally's pretty regularly a lot because Caesars just hasn't done much with it. But, um, you know, like the lobby video poker bar, I kind of like. Hmm. There is a lot of nostalgia for just like that used to be where we spent all our time, right? <laughs> all, all, all of our time in the park place, yes. It's dumb, but one of the things that I really hope they restore to its former glory is the big escalators that go up to the, uh, what is it, the sixth floor. Right next to the escalators, just like the random assortment of table games like running along both sides. It's not nice, but, you know, I have a lot of memories there, you oh, know, yeah. sitting sitting next to them, you know, not actually in the Asia room or the high limit room, but like right outside playing <laughs> yes. playing pie gal poker or whatever. I think the whatever it is, two or three tables that are the closest to that walkway, the closest to the Asian room are probably the tables that I've spent the most time at in Atlanta. Yeah. City. It's interesting that they mention the room product and how they're going to update the rooms because that was one thing Caesars did put some money into uh, upgrading to the Jubilee rooms, which I don't think it's definitely not all the rooms, but I'd be interested to see if they completely even redo the Jubilee rooms. Cause while they're sort of nice, it is really just like a wallpaper and carpet job. It's not like those rooms are still not great. Like they look newer than, than the older rooms do, but it wasn't really like a full reno, I would say. And the same thing with the casino floor, like they did, I forget what it was, like 
ten million dollars or something. They put a carpet down, man. You yeah, so can forget that. That was like episode ten stuff. Yeah, they did like the casino floor. They changed some of the mirrored ceilings, I think, and and changed the escalator, much to my chagrin. And yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just a lot of things that they could do to make it better if they just put a little bit of effort in and a little bit of money in. If they deployed some capital dollars, which seems like they're going to do. Uh, so that's that's exciting, and I'm I'm interested in seeing some renderings and some plans and stuff. Who knows how long this is going to take, and who knows if this is going to get slowed down with COVID. I expect there's not going to be a huge rush to do this stuff because of COVID, but who knows? Maybe if the September data comes in and it's just gangbusters because you can drink and smoke on the casino floor now. I mean, if anywhere is going to benefit from being able to smoke on the casino floor, it's Valley's. One thing they mentioned, name still to be determined, and there was sort of a hint that Bally's is not totally off the table as the name going forward, but I would be very, yeah, they, very surprised. They did mention they're trying to secure it, but I can't see how that possibly would happen, but who knows? Yeah. I kind of don't want it to be called Bally's. Maybe I'm alone in that. I guess it probably doesn't really make a difference in the long run. Bally's grand. No. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Dr. Dave is right. Just call it Park Place. I think that'd be good. It'd be great. Would be good. Except the parking lot is already called Park Place, and it's a joke. <laughs> Park Place. I don't get it. You'll have to explain it to me. Okay, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain to you how, how language works. <laughs> Any other news? I feel like we're forgetting stuff, but I don't know what that is. Uh, that's what the next podcast is for. We sold a shirt. Oh, yes. And by sold, you mean you you have money i guess but i have not sent the shirt yet of course that's how this works we, we probably need to square up at some point i don't know who owes who money <laughs> for the shirts but yeah yeah i have no clue yeah. it's it's very hard to keep track of because like i paid for the shirts i've been getting money back but then you've been paying for shipping is that true yes hmm. i fronted the money for the shirts and then I, i've been getting all the money but then you've been paying for shipping every shirt we sell you go deeper and deeper into the hole and i get closer and closer to even so i have yeah. no idea where we are <laughs> That's true. You've, I'm sure you've paid. Uh, you're still probably more in the red than me. It's probably really close. It's probably to really use close. A term from earlier in the episode. Yes. Way to bring it full circle, Kyle. That's excellent I hosting. Did. I did. Thank I did. You. So speaking of excellent it. hosting, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at a Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and be like podcast superstar. Just W and buy a shirt at doforwin.com you can reach out to craig on twitter at do for a win or me at kyle askin and send craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com and you almost got me to read the line i said i'd never read again but i recovered and didn't mm. read it oh quick heads up our friend dave let us know that google if you use google podcasts or whatever it's called it, it's not uploading the updating the feed anymore you need to refresh it you need to resubscribe so it's not that we're not putting out content anymore, although I'm telling you this on an episode that you wouldn't be hearing. It's excellent. Excellent work all around. There's a reason I don't read this line anymore. <laughs> it's like a pointless Sisyphean task, what I had to do every week. And by every week, I mean like every three weeks. Find our podcast on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it for spite. But not, but not YouTube. Write a right. review on us. Give us five stars. It helps us get listeners. Yes. Rate a review only if it's five stars, but not if it's one star entitled do for a refund. It would be funny if it just got completely spammed where we had like 60 straight reviews that all said the same thing. Uh, only if they were five star reviews. Then it would be funny. If it was That's one true. star, I would totally not laugh. I personally find five star reviews hilarious. <laughs> like I just laugh and laugh. And so if you want to entertain me, go <laughs> give us a five star review. 
All right, so Boardwalk Empire. What what happened? Oh crap! We were supposed to watch that. <laughs> I finally made it. I watched it this morning. Ugh. We really left it to the last minute. Although you've yeah, watched no. it, you know, right before I episodes. Yeah, and I, I have watched it immediately before episodes, but I've been I've been better recently. I watched this one Sunday night. So to be fair, we were supposed to record last night. So yeah. So should I run down the plot, or are you doing this one? Whatever, I could do it. Uh, you know, the last episode ended with uh, Nucky being arrested. We get to see him in a jail cell chatting with Chalky White in a very amusing conversation. Eventually, Nucky gets bailed out. Chalky stays there and then eventually gets moved over to uh, the other cell with, uh, I guess, the black inmates when another white inmate gets into jail because there cannot be mixing. And Except they has... totally mixed when Nucky was there. So I Well, know. but I, I think that, you know. Nucky can pull some strings and get the jail cell documents that he wants. Anyway, the other inmate was not being very polite to Chalky, not knowing that he ran the city, or at least the black part of the city. And uh, it didn't end up going well for him. So Jimmy goes up to meet with Rothstein to try to get him to buy liquor through Jimmy instead of through Nucky. Uh, Rothstein dismisses him, but he doesn't say no, but doesn't say yes. And then so Jimmy ends up meeting with Lansky and Lucky Luciano instead to, you know, try to set up a deal with them. He ends up playing a little poker, you know, tries to get robbed at the end, which I didn't fully understand what was going on there. It's just that they probably wanted their money back right and that's that's it or yeah i think so i think they okay, were just that's like... that that was my assumption in the end i was like eh, is this some like double cross but no nah, i think it is probably just that they were not happy about losing money at cards to jimmy yep brutally murdered them oh yes they were it was it was one of the more brutal scenes of the whole series the guy's neck being cut open was, they didn't need to know... leave that just on that scene <laughs> like just focused on that for a good it was there for a while, but yeah. eh, it was good. It was good. So yeah, Jimmy, Commodore, and Eli are talking to all the ward bosses, trying to get them all to turn on Ducky, and they all basically do, except for the guy that whose name I don't remember, that Nucky set him up with a house, which he then burned down, but then, you know, got a bunch of insurance money for it to get another house. But everyone seems to be switching off against Nucky, except for Margaret, who retrieves a bunch of cash and, uh, his ledger book from the office while Nucky's in jail by playing the pregnant woman in distress card that needs to use the bathroom in Nucky's office and, and stealing it out of there. Yeah, it seems like Margaret's going to step up and, and take a lot more active role in Nucky's thing. And if Nucky comes back, which I think it seems pretty clear he's going to, given that there's three more seasons <laughs> of this and he's the main character, I think Margaret's going to be a big part of that. So I don't know what I miss. What was good? I think interesting to see Margaret become sort of a uh, complicit and <laughs> uh, play an active role in kind of playing along. I know the thing that you're the most disappointed about, not one iota of Nelson Van Alden. Well, we already talked about that. Yeah, but not we did have that. The great Irish revolutionary there who was super awkward and weird. <laughs> he was the Irish Van Alden. <laughs> Pretty <At least>. much. <laughs> uh, I liked I liked that guy's assistant Slater who kept putting his foot in his mouth. That well, was good. It seems like he will be with us a lot more in the future. So yeah, you seems can like enjoy doing, him more. Doing some serious flirting. Uh, the Commodore comes out with fully dyed hair and is picking up elephant tusks and stuff. Oh, that yes. very strange. Yes, looking, you know, young and healthy. Very spry after his initial poisoning. One thought, uh, it seems like at the very end, Eli is maybe realizing that he's in with a bunch of olds who are just kind of looking for some sort of return to glory and <laughs> maybe second-guessing <laughs> what he's getting himself into. <laughs> It was quite a lot of old men in that last meeting at the end of the episode. Very, very old men. Yeah. 
Uh, also, seems like the Commodore and his team are like vastly underestimating Chalky, and I think that's kind of why we got the scene with Chalky proving the influence that he wields in the black community in Atlantic City. And uh, yes, after earlier in the episode, Commodore kind of dismisses him as like, ah, he's easy to you know take care, take care of or do an end around on and and handle liquor through somebody else, but. Any other things stand out? Any other main scenes? It's tough without Van Alden. You don't have any real standout scenes. I know. No Lucy, no Lucy, no Van Alden. What am I going to do? Violence. Just gratuitous violence. Uh, is there a sober reporter at the Philadelphia Inquirer, Nucky asks? <laughs> I'll have to, we'll have to email I know. some Philadelphia Inquirer reporters and, and find out. Amy S. Rosenberg, yeah, she'd tell Amy, us. Amy Rosenberg, she, she can definitely reach out to us and let us know. I'm, my understanding, as someone who has a journalism degree and attempted to work in journalism, is that that is still an industry with a lot of drinking on the job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I work in IT, so which is also an industry with a lot of drinking on the job. I'm drinking right now, and we're on the job. I mean, we, we technically work for a company that's a little more buttoned up, so it's not just like kegerators and all the offices, like a bunch of the startups have or anything. But Do there still win, is. You mean very buttoned up? Yes, indeed. More drinking on the job than in most industries, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else. It was a good episode, like always. We probably should cut down on the, the plot recaps and yeah. turn up on the amusing things. That's We'll do it next time. We'll do it better next time. Team. That's true. We're getting like, you know, a it's solid getting to be like third five of our minutes episode of content is is plot recap. Empire. It's too much. It's too much. We'll, we'll do better next episode. It would help if we would go to Atlantic City. Uh, Yeah, I don't disagree. I realize the thing keeping me from going to Atlantic City is not really like my fear of safety or whatever. It's my fear that if something were to happen, my kids would then have to be home for two weeks. That is true. Because they would be directly connected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys very much. We will both try to go to Atlantic City one day and do better with the Boardwalk Empire. Plot recaps. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. Talk to you in two weeks. Have a nice Labor Day. Uh, Justin W. just let me know that they just finished Boardwalk Empire. Oh, the whole thing? The whole thing. What a madman. He would also like to know if he will get his shirt by September 26th when he will be going to Atlantic City. I will put it in the mail tomorrow. Unless it rains a lot, then I will not. But You know what would be amazing? To be going to Atlantic City. That would be nice. It would be a good thing to do, wouldn't it?